Lauren, who shot and killed Jesse James? Uh, I don't know. It's not Cher, but I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry. The answer is Robert Ford. Sure. John, what character's real name is Norville Rogers? Norville Rogers. Is that um, Roger? No, it's not Roger Rabbit, but I'm going to say it. Roger Rabbit. I'm sorry. The answer is Shaggy. Ah. Heather, what type of animal is a saluki? A saluki? A saluki. A bird. No, I'm sorry. It's a dog. Okay. James, how many books make up the Chronicles of Narnia? Uh, Seven. Seven is a correct answer. Lauren, not including the two fat polka, what is the first song on Weird Al's song, Now That's What I Call Polka? Wait, uh, that is, uh, uh, oh my God, uh, Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball is the correct answer. John, Ishtar Gate served as one of the entrances to what ancient city? Uh, the one that was in The Mummy. I, uh, I need an answer. Imhotep. I know that's not right. I'm sorry. The answer is Babylon. Heather, complete uh, the quote. I'm the Miz and I'm... Awesome! Awesome is the correct answer. James, what, t- what type of animal lives in a holt? A holt. Uh, a vole. I'm sorry. The answer is otter. Lauren, animals that eat both plants and animals are called what? Omnivores. Omnivore is a correct answer. John, Captain by Captain is a poem written by whom? Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman is a correct answer. Heather, what Carthaginian general led his army across the Alps with elephants? Uh, Genghis Khan. I'm sorry. The answer is Hannibal. James, who played Uncle Joey on Full House? Uh, John Stamos. I'm no. sorry, that was Dave Coulier. Oh, God, I mixed them up. No. Sorry, Atlantis. Lauren, what was the name of the son on Sanford and Sons? I don't know. I'm too mad about Uncle Joey, so just pass. The answer is Lamont. John, other than the self-titled debut, what is the only Weird Al studio album to not contain a polka? Even worse. Even worse is a correct answer. Heather, what author wrote romance novels using the pen name Mary Westmacott? Um, Mark Twain. No, I'm sorry. The answer is Agatha Christie. James, at WrestleMania 20, what superstar acted as special guest referee for the match between Goldberg and Brock Lesnar? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin is the correct answer. Lauren, who wrote the book Fight Club? Uh, Palinuk. Chuck Palahniuk is the correct answer. John, how many legs does a scorpion have? Ten. I'm sorry, the answer is eight. Heather, I thought it was a decapod. Heather, (laughs) what baseball team's cap did Magnum P.I. wear? Um, I need an answer. The Cubs. I'm sorry, the answer is the Detroit Tigers. And James, the charge of the Light Brigade occurred during what war? Oh, crap. I know that poem, too. Um... No, the Hundred Year War. I'm sorry, the answer is the Crimean War. And at the end of the hot seat round, Lauren has 300, John has 200, Heather has 100, and James has 200. Welcome to Frenemy Trivia. First was the hot seat round. Each player received five questions worth 100 points each. 
Next, teams will be randomized with their hot seat scores combined and 1,000 points added to each team. Teams will receive up to four sets of three questions. Each team will answer the same questions and wager 100, 200, or 300 points on their confidence. They will gain or lose their wager based on whether they get it right or not. They will also bet those same values on how difficult they think it will be for their opponents. If their opponent gets it correct, they lose their wager. But if their opponent gets it wrong, they will win their bet. After four sets of questions or when a team runs out of points, the first round will end with the team with fewer points being eliminated. At this point, the friends become the enemies. The remaining team will divide whatever points they have left and play again against each other with the same rules. In this round, locking in an answer will trigger a 30 second timer for the other player to register their answer. After four sets of questions or when a player runs out of points, we will crown this week's Frenemy Champion. Now, let's start the show. Welcome to Frenemy Trivia, where friends quickly become enemies. I'm your host, Tim, and joining me is my co-host and my best frenemy, Brittany. Brittany, how you doing and what you drinking tonight? Hi, Tim. I'm doing great. I'm very excited for this group. Uh, they are so much fun already, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen with the rest of the game. As for what I'm drinking, I have, from Imperial Oak Brewing, a Buzz Light Beer. Um because I like the name of it, because it sounds like Buzz Lightyear. And I'm all for a good pun, as our listeners and victims will soon learn. So so last time it was the Admiral Act beer, now you've got the Buzz Light beer. Yeah, I also have had the um, Migratory Coconut Ale, that's another favorite. So, um, big fan of punny beer names. Very nice. Uh, I'm excited for this matchup tonight. We decided we were going to do a little bit of a rematch from the Pub Trivia Experience Hot Seat Round uh, or Hot Seat Tournament. Um, our first competitor tonight from Florida, as she put ah, it in the chat with uh, three A's, it is Lauren. Lauren, how you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider to be your frenemy? Oh, my goodness. I am doing wonderful. I'm, you know, it's it's late here in Florida. We've had a very, very hot and rainy day. It's always hot here, um, but I'm doing great otherwise. And everybody who listened to the hot seat tournament uh, knows that I did it on Yellowtail Shiraz. However, I have either upgraded or downgraded, depending on your opinion of things, because I am now drinking a premium box Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember. I think it's called Bada Box, and it's biodegradable, and it's fine. It's great. It's delightful, and it's here. You're drinking a nice cardboard dough. I'm drinking a nice cardboard. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, and I I am pairing it with with a with a Waterloo sparkling water, to, just in case anything ever happens. So very nice. There's... And who would you consider to be your frenemy? Oh, my frenemy since um the late 80s is my brother john oh well speaking of your brother john let's meet him from pennsylvania it's john carey john how you doing what would, what you drinking and who would you consider to be your frenemy uh well i'll answer the frenemy uh i i really have trouble determining if it's bill or jim or ed or bernie or steve um but 
it's Lauren since the uh, since the late '80s. You know, approximately 1988. Since about then, so I'll go with that. <laughs> were you um, and I of am before that. Like, huh? When were you cognizant of our frenemyship? I was oh, probably Christ. 1990 when you were potty trained. Yeah, yeah, there was that. Um, you know what? Let's go with 1990. Okay, sure. Why not? Put a number to 80s, it. But I've been yours since 1990. That's that's fair. Sure. And I am drinking uh, the the uh, deliciously wonderful Chinese American beer Yingling Lager. <laughs> the Pennsylvania staple. Brittany, I think this is the first time we've had siblings on, and I think we're in for a treat. I yeah, I think it's our first sibling matchup, and I am here for it. So yeah, literally and and like emotionally, there's no better frenemies than siblings. Like that's all I'm gonna say. Like I I I feel like that is what siblings are put on this earth to be: is you love each other, but you also hate each other, but you love each other more than you hate each other. Oh, okay. I also think that not only is this our first sibling team, uh, it's our first married team, too. Uh, am I correct in that statement? I mean, not 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 Laura and like, John. I, oh, yeah, no, I'm not married like, to my sister. Thank you. Different getting ready to meet. Uh, I think they're our first married couple, right? No, I mean, I he was a stray. I found him on the side of the road, so... Well, you're hearing her now. It is a goddamn delight to introduce Heather from the state of Washington. Heather, how you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider to be your frenemy? Uh, well, I'm doing great, Dimothy. Thank you for asking. Um, uh, yes, I am in Washington, but I'm not from here, um, as evidenced by my voice. Um, I talk funny because I'm actually from Louisiana originally, and it comes out a lot, especially when I've been drinking and I get very excited. So this is going to be a great podcast. Um, tonight, I am drinking because I am a lady, but I am also a cheap drunk. I am drinking the Natty Lights, Natter Days, Strawberry Lemonade beers. Yes, bitch. All 4% of these. So it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Um, my frenemy, who I consider to be my frenemy, um, number two is you, Tim. Um, you're definitely frenemy number two. Uh, but number one is this handsome, glorious beard having lover, my husband, James. James, let's go ahead and meet you also from Washington State. How you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider your frenemy? She also left out muscular, so mm. I just want to put that out there. Um, I don't think she uh, left no, it I'm out. good. Also, not from Washington, but I don't really come from anywhere because I don't want to claim the other state I'm from. Uh, so, is it New Jersey? No, it's California, so it's just as bad. Oh. Just smells a little better. Um, uh, yeah, in parts. Uh, I'm doing very well, enjoying life. Son's retirement esque. Um, like any college student, though, working his way through college, I am on a budget, so I am also drinking Bud Light Platinum Seltzer, the blood orange flavor, because I think it's the tastiest flavor. That and, does oh, sound really good. It's actually really tasty. And, I mean, I got a bunch of frenemies, um, and depending on what day of the week it goes more to enemy and friend. Um, but I also will take my fa- famous wife as my frenemy for tonight, Heather. <laughs> 
why do you say, I hate it when you say that? Because it's funny and true. Well, uh, if you've listened to the episodes, you, you, you know that by the end of this night, I will be your number one frenemy. Uh, and that goes for all of you because we're about to play for uh, several rounds of trivia here. Um, f- as for me, I am drinking a nice hard Sam's Cola. Uh, I'm, I'm mostly I'm mostly putting off my alcohol because I'm going to have way too much of it this weekend and I don't want to have a gout attack before that. Oh, Tim, I get to see you this weekend. So, yes, uh, by by the time this airs, it'll be probably a month in the past. But I will get yes. to see you two months ago past weekend, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> How was that meetup? Great. <laughs> sure, I don't remember it. Is it, is it, is it going to be at a Taylor what Swift concert? Is that what it is? You guys are no. going to be part of the Eras tour? Is that no, no, yeah, no? no. An- another podcast. Circle. Another podcast is having a meetup in Jacksonville, Florida, that I'm going to and meeting a whole bunch of fun friends. Um, and I live there. It's so going to be I just a, get to live it. it. I, I am fairly certain that my memory on the other side of the event is going to be the same as my current memory of that event. Uh, <laughs> non-existent. Uh, so let's jump into the team round. Today's matchup, John and Lauren are going to be known as Team Poop Canoe, yep. uh, while Heather and James will be Worms with a Mustache. I like that there's hand signals with this. It, it's from Vanderpump Rules. Oh, okay. We're not sorry. Team Poop Canoe is going to start with 1,500 points. Worms with a Mustache are going to start with 1,300. So let's dive in. Our categories for Section 1 are Gone Awry, which is a literature question, Names the Same, which is a sports question, and Tim Blah Blah's a Hit, which is a music question. Go ahead and lock in your wagers. And I think that means that I have both sets of wagers, Tim. All right, so in our category of Gone Awry, a literature question, an early manuscript of what 1937 novella was eaten by the author's dog prior to completion? Perhaps this is why us puppies suffered a cruel fate at the hands of one of the main characters of the story. John is locking it in for Poop Canoe. All right, Team Poop Canoe has locked in. James and Heather, go ahead and talk out your thoughts here. Uh, I think we're good. Mm-hmm. I'm hesitant, but I don't want to tinker. So, yeah, we're locked in. Go ahead and give us your answer. So we said Old Yeller. Team Worms on a Mustache locked in with Old Yeller. Team Poop Canoe, what did you lock in with? We locked in with Of Mice and Men uh, because there is a dog in Of Mice and Men and bad things happen to a dog in Of Mice and Men. And the time period felt right. Team Poop Canoe locks in with Of Mice and Men. Team Worms on a Mustache say Old Yeller. Uh, Team Poop Canoe, what did you wager both for yourself and your opponent here? Uh, we locked in 100 for us and 300 for them. And Team Worms on a Mustache, what wagers did you place? Um, for us, we went with 100. And for Poop Canoes, we went with 100 as well. 
Okay, well, one team is getting points here. Uh, the 1937 manuscript of Of Mice and Men was eaten by uh, the dog of the author. And uh, I don't know that that's why he ended up killing a dog at the end of the story, but... Look, Steinbeck perhaps. isn't exactly known for his happy endings, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, this one had a happy ending. Uh, Lauren and John, you picked up 400 points there. Heather and James, unfortunately, losing 200. Our next question in names the same, a sports question. In the history of the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, only two sets of relatives have won the game's MVP award. One set, a father and son, won in 1980 and 1992. The other, a pair of brothers, won in 1997 and 1998 give both of the surnames of these pairs okay are you ready john i'm fine yeah i locked it okay all right so poop canoe is locked in poop canoe. worms on a mustache go ahead and talk out what you're thinking here yeah this is why my family disowns me they started baseball in southern california and i don't like baseball um the only reason I know people from baseball is because a hometown crowd and the steroid 30 for 30 episode and then watching the LSU just destroy not only their livers with jello shots, but the College World Series. Um, that's about all I know. So uh, I got nothing. Um, so um, our answer is going to be Delaware for all four. Okay worms with a mustache locking in with delaware for all four team poop canoe what did you lock in with this was all john yeah um just by the time frames alone i'm thinking that at least 1992 i was thinking that that was won by barry bonds and i know bobby bonds was was really good too so we locked in with bonds for for that one and then um i think uh, the other one is Boone. I know Aaron Boone was really good. Um, and I can't remember his brother's name, but I think that they were, was it Brett Boone? So I think it's Bonds and Boone. That's what we locked in. All right, Team Poop Canoe locking in with Bonds and Boone. Worms on a mustache. What were your wagers on this question? It's Worm with a mustache. And we did 200 and 200. <laughs> All right, 200 apiece on this one. Uh, Poop Canoe, what did you wager here? We also did 200 and 200. Okay, well, the good news is this is all going to come out a wash on this one. Um, The brothers, in 97, the All-Star game was played in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, and it was won by hometown Sandy Alomar. And in 98, his brother, Robbie Alomar, won the MVP. Uh, Team Poop Canoe took the neg bait on the father-son pair. You forgot about the other notable father-son. It was Ken and Ken Griffey. I thought thought Griffey was later. Oh, man. I did, too. Okay, I said that first. And also, Tim, you are such a homer to throw in a Cleveland question. You are such a homer. It's it's only one-fourth Cleveland. One quarter more than anybody wants. Or cares about. Or needs. 
I, and I said Griffey. I said Griffey. So, Brittany, what did that do to our scores here? Well, like you said, Tim, it all came out in the wash. Both teams pushed their points. No change in scores. Okay. Our third question and the final one of section one is in Tim Blah Blah's A Hit. So it's a music question. I want you to name this song, which spent seven weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in 2011. Baby, I have no story to be told, but I've heard one on you. Now I'm going to make your head burn. Think of the t- think of me in the depths of your despair. Make a home down there, as mine sure won't be shared. John, can I lock it in for us, please? Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. Team Poop Canoe is locked in. Team Worm on a mus- Worm with a mustache. Go ahead and talk it out. No, stop. Open this. I can't read it. I can't read it. Open no, it. We're muted. So there's that. No, we're not muted. You're not well, muted. You don't have to be muted. You can talk. We're okay. I'm trying to like hold my laughter back at what that was. I didn't realize you were going to be singing it, and the, a trigger warning would have been helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim Butcher's a hit. Eleven. Uh. I was kind of busy in 11 somewhere. I was pregnant in 11. Um, uh, you had way more time to listen to music than me. I had nothing. Oh, I got it. I got it. Go. I got it. Okay, I got it. We're locked in. With? Adele, Rolling in the Deep. All right. Team Worm with a mustache locking in with Rolling in the Deep by Adele. Team Poop Canoe, you locked in real quick on this one. It is also Adele Dazim rolling. In, it's it's just Adele, not Adele Dazim. It's just Adele rolling in the deep. Yes. Yeah, baby, I have no story to be told. Uh, it is rolling in the deep by Adele. Tim, uh, maybe I'll sing that a trivia this weekend in your honor. Who knows? No, I've never team, done it before. I won't. Team Poop Canoe, what wagers did you put uh, on this one? Three hundred for us, one hundred for them. And team worm with a mustache. What did you wager? Uh, we did three hundred for the both. And Brittany, what does that do to our scores? Brittany, you're on mute. <laughs> it's because I muted my mic me. this time because I it was wasn't laughing. After <laughs> you, after Tim Eeyore to hit, so and then changed it to Counting Stars by One Republic when you were recapping. Um, so. <laughs> um, So what I was saying on mute was that Team Worm with a Mustache pushed their points there and Team Poop Canoe picked up 200. So at the end of section one, we have a score of Poop Canoe with 2100 and Worm with a Mustache with 1100. Our Our next three categories are they get my endorsement, which is a TV question. Is this a room, which is a history question, and not just an airport, which is a games question? Go ahead and send Brittany your wagers. And ours are locked in as well. Sorry. Yeah, I know it's sideways. I'm sorry. You're fine. Perfectly fine. I could read it sideways. I mean, I turned my head to do so, but I can also do it like this. I was just being dramatic. Which is which I am sometimes want to do. 
if it makes you feel any better, the E in my middle name stands for extra. So, oh my gosh, that's what the X in my middle name stands for. Did we just become besties? I think so. <laughs> I hate you both. Uh, Tim, I have both teams' wagers. Okay, our first question in the category of they get my endorsement, a TV question. Susie, Kathy, Patty, Scotty, and Squirt are the five females credited with what titular role from the 1960s? Okay, we're good, I think. Worm with a mustache locks in. Team Poop Canoe, go ahead and talk out your answers. We have no, really nothing to talk out. This is, John had an answer, and I have nothing to counter it with, so do you want to explain how you got to that? Uh... I was just thinking of shows from the 1960s with a bunch of kids with funny names, and I thought it might be Little Rascals. So I put Little Rascals. But it's a titular role. Titular role. Titular. So it's, a girl, it, it's a girl in the title role. Because Su Susie, Kathy, Patty, Scotty, and Squirt, I guess they can't all be... But is are they is that titular? I would say that the little rascals are is titular is the titular group. But they were earlier. There there was an early, were they? They were way earlier. They were in like okay. the thirties. So huh. so what do we do about this, John? Uh, do you have a I backup don't. answer? I you don't. don't. So this is a big problem that the poop canoe is having in this yeah. moment. The poop canoe might sink in this moment. The poop, there might be a hole in the poop canoe. Is, is there a blockage? Is that what you're saying? I, you know what? I mean, I, like we're 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 having some kind of issues. Is um, it a little loose? Are you having a loose issue? Yeah. Are we maybe oh, having a that's loose terrible. issue in the poop canoe. Um, so I'm not sure what we're supposed to do, um, other than other than um. Oh, you know, dude, 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 um, John, I'm having like a weird thought. Okay. Because it is a titular singular character from the 60s. Okay. That, and, and, and you look at the names that they sent us, right? So if I go back to the list that we have here, we have Susie, Kathy, Patty, Scotty, and Squirt. Is a human named Squirt. No, probably human, not. Right? A human isn't going to be named Squirt. What squirts, John? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Let's not answer that. Animal, phrasing, phrasing, phrasing. Animal-wise. And so uh, all I'm getting at is, I, I might be, this might be dumb. This might be like super dumb. This might be super dumb. And I don't even know, but I, Flipper. The Dolphin. There's a TV show, Flipper. The star of Flipper. You like, think you it's how, Flipper. You know how Lassie was a boy? Like, yeah. the dog that played Lassie was a boy. But, like, there's a bunch of different dogs that played Lassie. There had to have been a bunch of different dolphins that played Flipper. Flipper. Oh, my Flipper, God. Flipper. And Squirt makes sense for Flipper. Oh, my God. I was totally thinking of this totally wrong. I thought that those were names of characters and not... Oh my god, you're totally right. It's gotta be. Okay, so Team Poop You talked me off of that one. Good job. 
Pope Canoe is locking in with Flipper. Wow. Poop Canoe locks in with Flipper. Uh, worm with a mustache. What did you lock in with? We uh, we we also locked in with Flipper. Uh, oh, wow. Team Worm with a mustache. What did you wager on this question? We wagered 200. And on them? For them, we wagered 100. Okay. And Team Poop Canoe, what did you wager here? Uh, we wagered 300 for us and 100 for them. Okay. Uh, so neither team picked up on the clue in the category. Uh, they get my endorsement, referring to a dorsal fin. This is Flipper. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah that, that was that was way longer than it needed to be because i just didn't even think about it maybe we well, got it later in life than we had to maybe it was my subconscious yeah. tim well poop canoe picks up 200 on that one where uh worm with a mustache pick up 100 points okay uh our next question is in is this a room which is a history question Sounding more like the champion on Dancing with the Stars or Amazing Race. What is the name of the Air Force veteran and NSA translator who leaked the intelligence report regarding Russian interference in the 2016 election? James, I have to ask, are you drinking out of an Ahsoka tiki mug? Why, yes, Tim. Oh, I, I am a connoisseur of tiki mugs. I'm a, it's a weird retirement habit I have now. I have a very nice skeletal one. <laughs> I've got a Green Ranger, a Blue Ranger, and a, a very to scale Elvira. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Until he asked that and you held it up all the way, I have been thinking because I've seen it from the side that that is a baguette, and you have been drinking out of ba of a baguette the entire night. And I'm like, is that a baguette koozie? Like, how do you how do you drink out of a baguette? As a former member of the U.S. Army, I assure you, you can. <laughs> okay, I'll let you get back to your discussions. I just needed to know. I mean, I was literally about to ask him if you didn't, so <laughs> now our brains are in sync. Um, we we have an answer. He shrugged. Worm with a mustache is locking in. Uh, Poop canoe, go ahead and talk it out. Okay. <laughs> I said that uh, the only leaker that I could think of was uh, Edwards, uh, was Snowden. I didn't really have a good answer here. Yeah, and so then I was trying to, based on the, um, like, oh, oh, you know, you didn't pick up on the whole dolphin dorsal thing from the clue <laughs> in the last one. So I was trying to be like, okay, like, I don't know this outright. Right? Like, I don't know this outright. And so, like, yeah, John was like, oh, well, you know, Snowden. And that, you know, like, th that is not the answer to this. Because... Snowden does not sound like, quote, the champion on Dancing with the Stars or Amazing Race or anything along those lines. And so I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like, what are those? What are those? What are those things? Like, what are those things? And so like Dancing with the Stars, they're reality shows, right? They're reality yes. shows. Reality winner. And that sounds so freaking dumb. Reality. That's a winner. made up. It's a fake name. It Reality can't be a name. Reality winner. Made up. Done. Locked in. 
Team Poop Canoe locks in with Reality Winner. Worm with a mustache, what did you lock in with? Uh, we locked in with Chelsea Manning. All right. Worm with a mustache locks in with Chelsea Manning. Uh, Poop Canoe, what did you wager here? Oh, uh, we did 100 for ourselves and 300 for them. Okay. Uh, Worm with a mustache, what did you wager here? Um, we did... 300 for us and 300 for them. You said history. Thanks. Tim. Thanks, Brittany. I've I mean, it, is, it is recent it's, I mean, six years ago. That's still history. It counts. I mean, count current events more than I call it history, but okay. That's yeah, I think, uh, I think it was Jay Borsum who said, well, history is everything except for what's happening right now, technically. So. So. <laughs> Fun story. Uh, Dancing with the Stars and Amazing Race are both reality shows, and the champion of those shows would be considered a winner. Her name is Reality Winner. Her middle name is that Lee. Can't be real. <laughs> that can't be real. Okay, like I, it's white people I, naming their kids. It's Reality Lee. I, sh- I, sh- I shit you not. Her name is Reality Winner. Did my poop answer be a real answer? <laughs> Yes. Your poop answer. Man, we're paddling this canoe. Oh, man. Do you know how hard it was to keep a straight face? And she said, I don't know. Reality winner. It's not right. (laughs) Tim, I've hit my head a lot. Did you really just say that? (laughs) I'm about to poop my reality canoe. He has a documented TBI. And really? I hope I don't remember that. I hope I don't. I hope I forget. Her name, I kid you not, is Reality Winner. (laughs) A a winner she is not. Wow. I mean, she won early release for good behavior, so. Well. (laughs) And she won the longest prison sentence ever assigned for espionage violations. So, (laughs) I don't know if you really win, but. Brittany, what did that random ass guess? Uh, due to our scores here. A really interesting thing. If my math is correct that I'm doing in my head, that caused a 1,000 point swing um, because Poop Canoe picked up 400 and Worm with a Mustache lost 600. And we head to our final question of section two. The category is not just an airport, which is a games question. What now defunct video game publisher founded in Chicago in 1958 as a manufacturer of amusement equipment counted in its repertoire Mortal Kombat, NFL Blitz, and distribution of Space Invaders? I'm going to lock. Okay, you can. Oh, no, dude, yeah, I saw what you said. Absolutely. I just watched a YouTube video about that like four hours ago. Go for yeah. It. Team Poop Canoe locks in team worm with a mustache go ahead and talk it out ah, i'm gonna lose so much nerd cred if i get this wrong but i'm kind i'm like i remember seeing it on every single like arcade machine when i was a kid like i grew up with mortal kombat i'm almost 40 um like i have wasted hundreds and hundreds of quarters on it i'm like 99.999 sure it's activision so i'm gonna go with that i don't want to tinker worm with a mustache locks in with activision poop canoe what was your uh answer here 
I can't tell you how many hours I logged on uh, NFL Blitz, and I got it right when you said that. It's midway. Yeah. Uh, worm with a mustache, what did you wager here? Well, seeing as we don't have too many points left, um, what do we wager? I, we're in the hole at this point, so 200. There you go. And 100 for them. Yeah. Uh, reverse that. Oh, uh, what yeah. she said. Joke's on you guys because you got to deal with this when you guys are trying to be serious in the next round. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Poop Canoe, what did you wager here? Uh, we did 200 and 200. Well, uh, the big clue in this one is Chicago um, because this is midway games. There's also a midway airport. I'm sorry, um, nerds. Brit- <laughs> sorry. Brittany, what, what are we looking at coming out of section two? Uh, well, what we're looking at, Tim, is a hefty score differential here. Uh, Poop Canoe picked up 400 there. Worm with a mustache lost 300. So both teams will get to hear all the categories from section three. Uh, but we'll be going into the round with 3,100 and 300 points in favor of Poop Canoe. Oh, we have points. Okay. Yeah, you, you still have 300. You're still <laughs> in sorry, this I game. This was like, whose line is it anyway, where there's points, but they don't matter? Is that, is that not how we're playing? At a certain no, point, it does kind of feel like it. <laughs> but, okay. 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 Just making sure. Making sure we're all on the same page. Got it. Our three, our three categories for section three are give me more, Alan more, that is, which is a language question, a little bit of LMM, which is a TV question, and wait, isn't that the Magnum Gold guy? A geography question. And Tim, just for our listeners in that last section, the is this a room clue, uh, there was a play that was written based on the transcript of Reality Winner's uh information leak called is this a room so that's what that was yeah that's um why 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 would we do a a play about that uh because people inspiration comes from everywhere it sounds like it's a good play actually so it's a thriller uh tim i have both teams wagers Okay. Uh, our first question is in section three is in the category of give me more, Alan Moore, that is a language question. And I'm going to butcher this. Quis uh, custodiat ipsos custodes is a Latin phrase from Roman poet Juvenal. What is either the literal translation or one of the more colloquial translations? known from a season three episode of Star Trek The Next Generation or a 2009 comic-to-movie adaptation. I think we're going to lock in. Poop Canoe has locked in. Worm with a mustache. Go ahead and talk it out. Okay, so I like comics. Um, I'm thinking... What year? What are, that time frame... Trying to think where I was. I think I was in. No, that was too late for Iraq. So it was after Iraq. It's weird how I stack Iraq movies. Mm-hmm. I think it was the Watchmen. I think the quote mm-hmm. was in. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember what it was. Something about watching someone. This, this is, I didn't watch enough Supernatural. This is the problem. I've watched it all a bunch. No, I don't know. What do you think? Isn't it something like 
like who will watch the Watchmen. Okay, I have an associate's degree in small group leadership. Sure, we'll go with that. So you're lo- uh, locking in with uh, who will watch the Watchmen. All right, and uh, Team Poop Canoe, what did you lock in with? We also went with who will watch the Watchmen um, based on my rudimentary understanding of Latin and my uh, very fundamental understanding that 2009 was a big blue dick time. Uh, it was oh, who will watch was the Watchmen. Big blue dick. Damn it. Yep, it was who will watch the Watchmen. Okay. Uh, Poop Canoe, what did you wager here? Uh, we did 300 for us and 100 for them. And what about a worm? We did 100 for both. Okay. So uh, Keith Custodiat Ipsos Custodes uh, literally translates to who will guard the guards themselves. Uh, but the two, the season three episode of Star Trek The Next Generation was who watches the watchers. And the 2009 comic to movie adaptation was the watchman. So who watches the watchman? Uh, we will accept both of those answers. Yeah. See, and I was thinking... Dumb. See, yeah, and what I was thinking was the, like, because I was thinking of, like, custody, so that's where my mind was going because of the Latin words, and I was like, okay, well, that's, like, custody, so that's when you're, like, you have something or you're, like, watching something, like, it's in your possession, so. Who will get custody of the custodians? My brain... My brain went to custodian, like well, the meaning, like a janitor. And so I said, who washes the washman? <laughs> and then, literally, as soon as John messaged me, who washes the washman? I was like, who watches the watchman? I'm like, this is a fucking dick. Big blue dick. Let's go. <laughs> Brittany, how did the scores shake out there? Uh, well, team Worm of the Mustache pushed their points. Uh, Poop Canoe gained 200. So going into question two, we do have a score of 3,300 to 300. Yeah, still alive. Yeah. <laughs> We're not dead yet. John, we can't kill them. No. So many have tried. <laughs> Our question in the category of a little bit of LMM, a TV question. According to Lin-Manuel Miranda, the idea for King George's song, You'll Be Back, came from him having coffee with what actor on whose show Miranda had a two-episode arc on in 2009 and 2010? Okay, Poop Canoe locks in, uh, Worm with a Mustache. Go ahead and talk out your thoughts here. Okay, so... Do do that. So, okay, so... I know this because we always watch um, Hamilton on the 4th of July. As one does. As one does. Um, and so in doing that, obviously we go down kind of like an ADHD rabbit hole, um, because we both have it. And so I actually knew this because I learned it. And so it was from having coffee with house, AKA Hugh Laurie. Worm with a mustache locks in with Hugh Laurie poop canoe. What did you lock in with? Oh, man, you see, now I thought it was Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I guess I might be wrong. Is that what you locked in with? Yeah, we locked in with Larry David. Okay. Uh, worm with a mustache, what did you wager here? Um, we went with 300 for the both. And what about Team Poop Canoe? We went 200 for both. 
Okay. Um, so the way the story goes is uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was having coffee with this person. Um, and he was talking about how he was writing this play, Hamilton, and needed to come up with some sort of farewell love letter for King George to sing in the first act. And Hugh Laurie said, oh, you'll be back. And so it was ah, you Hugh got it. Laurie. I was wrong, Lauren. Oh, no. I was okay. wrong. Who is British. Well, yeah, he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't think Larry David is British. No, <laughs> no, uh, so. definitely not. I don't British. say British actor in the question. So you didn't. No, no. But the idea of him, of them coming, of of the U.S. coming back to Britain, mm. is because he's he he didn't throw it out as a suggestion. He was just like, oh, you Americans, you'll be back, mm. uh, and that's how that was born. Well. We lost uh -huh. points. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we had another thousand point swing. Uh, if wow. my math is correct, because Poop Canoe, you lost 400. Worm with a mustache, you gained 600. So that means going into the third question, we have a score of 2,900 to 900. Yeah. We've got an old fashioned brawl on our hands. So, so, so here, <laughs> my question, but, I guess, is can, can we lose? Just, yes, just, it is just very like possible. our country. I believe we are young, scrappy, and hungry. It is still possible, depending Great. on how the rest of the uh, round goes. Probably not well. Question number three in the category of weight isn't that the Magnum Gold guy? A geography question. A common term for a world ending catastrophe derives its name from what ancient city in northern Israel, about 30 kilometers southeast of Haifa? The site was home to several battles, including as recent as World War I. Um, we, we are locked in. Worm with a mustache is locked in. Poop canoe, go ahead and talk out your answers. Well, this is a whole pile of crap. This is a poop canoe of crap. Because we are, we have no idea. Um, John, I, 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 don't, I don't have a problem with your answer. I just don't think it's right. And Okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, this is not me saying that I can come up with something better. Um, right. But I don't think it's right. I just don't think it's... I, um, well, I'm thinking of two terms, right? Okay. I'm thinking of cataclysm and I'm thinking of Armageddon. Uh-huh. I just don't have city names for either of those places. Right, 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 right. And cataclysm doesn't doesn't make sense um to me because I feel like that come that there's nothing that could fit with that. Okay. Armageddon. So what is the the question the question again is a common term for a world-ending catastrophe. Yeah, Armageddon. You know what, dude? Let's go with Armageddon. Okay. I feel like if it's Cataclysm, you know, whatever, you know, then we don't have to play against each other and hate each other afterwards. But Yeah, right. <laughs> either way, like, you know what I mean? We're winning to beat each other, so, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Um, let's go with Armageddon. Okay, so you're to, to clarify, you are locking in with Armageddon as the city? Yeah. Was that the city? Like the Bruce Willis movie? It's a common term. A common term. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. that was about an asteroid. Okay. 
Come yeah. on. You don't know. Starring so Bruce Willis. So you're locking in with the city of Armageddon? We are absolutely. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, and uh, Worm with the Mustache, what did you lock in with? All right. So it's been a very long time since James has been to Israel as a never. So um, I, I don't know. There's a bunch of weird cities. And I was like, well, I know something Carmel, Mount Carmel, maybe Waco-esque. That was very apocalyptic. And then I always say it wrong. Hang on. I had to write it down. Megato, Melagato, something like Melagato or Melagato. I know it's that direction. Um, so you got a bunch, there's like a bit of ton of suicide bombers that hit like bus stops there. So like, I'm going with that. Melagato or Megato, I think is how it's pronounced. You might want to spell it for them. I, you spell it. I okay. Read. So because he couldn't figure out how to spell it. I, I don't know if this is right, so we're just going to go with it. And um, it, we we have uh, M-E-G-I-D-D-O. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how that sounds. Exactly how it sounds. Okay. Okay. Uh, and Poop Canoe, what did you wager here? Uh, 100 for us and 300 for them. And what about Worm with a Mustache? We did two and two. Okay. Uh, so it's a little bit heartbreaking on Poop Canoe's side. Uh, because oh, you, no. a- you absolutely had the right word for the world-ending catastrophe. Oh. Uh, the word is the, the, the word is Armageddon. It derives its name from the Hebrew word for, har, uh, for mount, which is har- and the city of Megiddo. Uh, so Megiddo, Megiddo is the answer we were looking for there, oh. which is spelled M-E-G-I-D-D-O. Worm with a mustache is 100% correct. So, Brittany, we've reached the end of section three. How are we doing? Well, we are doing interestingly uh, because Poop Canoe lost 400 points there. But Worm with the Mustache gained 400 points there. So that means we're going into Section 4 with a score of 2,500 to 1,300. Hey, we're back. Don't call it a comeback. Wow. We are entering our final section of the team round. And as a reminder, whichever team has fewer points at the end of this round will be eliminated uh, no matter what. Our categories for section four are in the beginning, which is a music question. Friendship is voluntary, which is a history question. And six feet means six feet, which is a science question. Do we have our wagers? We do. I just got wagers from both teams. So we have wagers for both. Okay. In the beginning, a music question. Who is the only performer to play both Wembley Stadium in England and JFK Stadium in Philadelphia as part of the Live Aid concert on July 13th, 1985? Lock it the fuck in, John. I don't even give a shit. I know. Yeah, lock it. Lock it. Go ahead. The musician played his own set as well as a set with Sting in England before spending several hours in the air and playing his own set and drums for Eric Clapton in Pennsylvania. And Poop Canoe locked in before I even finished the question. Uh, worm with a mustache. Go ahead and talk it out. I, I, I didn't confidently know oh, it. Oh, 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 
Do you know this? Mm-hmm. You sure about that? Yes. Yes. Like pig in a cannon, sure? Um, yeah, that's, okay. yeah. yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly sure it is this. Um, just because you said drummer, and I feel like that was a big clue right there. So I went with Phil Collins. All right. Wormuth Mustache locks in with Phil Collins. Poop Canoe, you locked in way early. What did you say? It is absolutely Phil Collins. He is my little sprite man. I love him. I want to have him in my pocket. And I know he played both Live Aids, and I, I just love him. I love him so much. Yes, this is right. All right, Poop Canoe, what did you wager here? Uh, 300 and 200. And Worm with a Mustache? Uh, we said 300 and 100. Okay. Uh, well, the performer who uh, performed in England and then spent several hours in the air is Phil Collins. Uh, Phil Collins did play both sides of the Live Aid concert. Listen, I'm not even going to lie. For the better part of 2004, I used to answer my cell phone as Susu Studio. So I think that's precious. And I just want to say that for anybody listening, um, Phil Collins, um, uh, his performance of um, um, Against All Odds uh, at, at Live Aid, uh, he plays it solo on piano. It is one of the most beautiful things you'll ever see, and I kind of love watching it. I watch it kind of when I feel sad. So uh, he did it. He made a mistake because he had just gotten off of the airplane because he went from, you know, England to Philadelphia and stuff like that. So he's precious, and I love him. Thank you very much. Okay, Brittany, what happened with our scores here? Uh, well, both teams got it right, and both teams, or, uh, and both teams picked up points. Poop Canoe picked up 100, and... Uh, Worm with a mustache picked up 200. So we go into question two with a score of 2,600 to 1,500 in favor of Poop Canoe. Our second to last question is in the category of friendship is voluntary, which is a history question. Who is the only individual to be elected governor of two different states, serving as the sixth governor of Tennessee and the seventh governor of Texas? He also served as the first and third president of the Republic of Texas. We would like to lock in the the worm with a mustache. Worm with a mustache is locked in. Poop canoe. Talk out your thoughts here. Okay. So, dude, um, I feel like this is going to have to be somebody who has something big to do with the state of Tejas. Okay. So, I don't think Austin is correct. I don't think I don't think Dallas is correct. Dallas is correct. I don't think um I don't think like like Arlington or you know it was not San Anybody Diego, named Antonio? No, I don't think any of that is correct. Um Houston. Sam Houston. Okay. Okay. Does Sam Houston sound right to you? Cuz I feel like Sam Houston First of all, you know what I mean? I don't know. Sure, I I would be. I, I have no. I have no. I would be more confident just locking in a name of Houston and leaving out a first name. But sure. if you're confident with the name of Sam Houston, then no, sure. No, we're gonna lock in with just Houston. Cool. Poop canoe says Houston. Poop canoe locks in with Houston. Worm with a mustache. What did you lock in with? Okay, so couple things. What I think, right? Me and Heather went back and forth 
and I want to go with what I want to go with, but I love her. And while I do have a comfy couch, my bed's more comfy. You can go two ways. You can go Boone, or actually really three. Boone, Crockett, or Houston. I know there's not rebase Sam Houston. I want to say Boone because I love Boone. But I also love my marriage more, so it is Sam Houston. We're going to lock in with Sam Houston. Both teams locking in with Sam Houston. Uh, Wormwood Mustache, what did you wager here? Uh, we, we said 200 for us and 300 for them. And Poop Canoe? One and one. Uh, both teams are getting credit on this one. Uh, there, there are two names really to do with like president of the Republic of Texas. One is Stephen F. Austin and the other who served as governor of both Texas and Tennessee is Sam Houston. I told you. And I just think it's interesting that the Houston Oilers then moved to Tennessee. That is very funny. Ah, that's a hoot. Uh, well, both teams did get it correct, Tim, but we had that fun situation that happens sometimes where you can get it right and lose points um, because Worm with a Mustache actually lost 100 points on that one, whereas Poop Canoe pushed their points. So we go into the final question with a score of 2,600 to 1,400 in favor of Poop Canoe. In the category of six feet means six feet, a science question. Probably common, at least temporarily, starting in March of 2020. What is inoclophobia, the fear of? Yep, we're locked in. The worm with a mustache, James Sandoval, locks in. All right, Poop Canoe, go ahead and talk this one out. I don't know, John, what do you think is vaccines? I was thinking people or crowds. Okay, that also works. I don't care. You go with that. <laughs> I'm going to lock in with crowds. Sure. Poop Canoe locks in with crowds. Worm with a mustache. What did you lock in with here? Is this our swan song? I it think is. it's, our, it's swan our swan song. song. Okay, yeah. so for our swan song, we have decided on fear of isolation. Good answers from both teams. Poop Canoe, what did you wager here? Uh, 200 for us and 300 for them. And Worm with a mustache? Uh, we did 100 for us and 200 for them. Okay. Uh, both teams locking in with good answers, uh, but one team is getting this one correct. Inoclophobia is the fear of crowds. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, Oops. hey, John. Good job. Good job, Johnny. I'm still pretty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, t- well, Tim, that does mean that on that last question, Poop Canoe picked up 500 points where Worm with a Mustache lost 300. So that means... At the end of round one, Team Poop Canoe is our is our victorious with thirty one hundred points. Congratulations! So we've reached the end of the first half, which means that our advancing players are John and Lauren of Team Poop Canoe. Our losing team is welcome to stick around and serve as a frenemy gallery and lament about how much better they would have done if only these questions had been in their round. We'll be moving right along to round two, right after these messages. Hey, trivia lovers. Want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered. 
streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative. Interactive. Intoxicating. Is this a common phrase in your house? I thought I told you to clean up. Do you ever say this to your kids? You like some with that wine? At the end of the day, do you find yourself thinking? Is then we have the music you need. Sanity is Waning, the debut EP from the Dad Bods. Coming August 29th to a streaming platform near you. Find us on Facebook or visit us at dadbodsmusic.bandcamp.com for more information. So as we enter round two, round, uh, just a reminder, round two is going to function exactly like round one. However, one major change, once one player locks in, that is going to trigger a hard 30-second timer in which the opponent must lock in. Uh, that can lead to some interesting strategies, such as the Kalori crash, if you've heard that episode. Uh, our first categories for John and Lauren are going to be, would you like some help, which is a history question, groovy clams, which is a music question, and that's crazy, which is a food and drink question. Go ahead and send Brittany your wagers. And Tim, but both teams will be entering the half with 1,600 points, or both players will be entering the half with 1,600 points. Thank you for that. You're welcome. And Tim, I have both te- I have both players' wagers. Okay, in section one, uh, question one, the category was, would you like some help? A history question. What name was given to the secret U.S. intelligence program that saw more than 1,600 German scientists, engineers, and technicians taken out of Germany and into the employ of the U.S. government after World War II? James is already mad that he didn't get this question. Wow, Timothy. This is some bullshit. Fundamental. To put some pressure on, I'm in a lot. This is bullshit. I'm sorry, John, did you say you locked in? I locked in just to put pressure on. All right. So, Lauren, you have 30 seconds. Uh, I don't know. I am. My brain is being very mentally swayed by Barbenheimer, which is a thing that absolutely enrages me. Because I feel like Barbie and Oppenheimer should not be put together. And um, all this that to say that I have no idea what the correct answer to this uh, query is. So, um, you know what? I'm going to take my 30 seconds to say, you know what? Watch Barbie and free your mind of Oppenheimer. I Just need an answer. Watch Barbie separate of it. I don't know. Skip pass. Okay. Uh, Lauren locks in with skip pass. Uh, John, what did you lock in with? Operation Dumbo Drop. That's <laughs> not it either. Okay. I don't know it either. I'm locked in with Operation Dumbo Drop. Neither of them getting this one. But Heather and James, you you knew this. What did you think it was? Yeah, well, there was this whole thing about rockets and wanted to put them on the moon, which actually was really about nuclear weapons in foreign countries. 
and then this really weird like tiny piece of metal that goes on paper it's i believe it's operation paperclip tim uh john what did you wager on lauren uh what did you wager here 100 for myself and 300 for lauren and lauren what did you wager here 100 for myself and 300 for john uh yes yeah, so the would you like some help reference is to microsoft word and clippy oh, this is oh, operation paperclip that's well done very good yes you need to make sure that you mention mention those little like perfunctory it's uh, uh titles it's kind of sad you can't phone a friend right yeah well you gotta make sure you mention those perfunctory titles before you read those questions again because we're not gonna remember those um i do yeah, but we're not. You gotta, you gotta be very explicit about it, Tim. Okay, uh, Brittany, what happened to the scores there? Well, um, both siblings wagered on their sibling well and wagered on themselves well. Know thyself, know thy frenemy. Uh, you both gained two hundred on that, even though you were both wrong. <laughs> Love it. That's great. <laughs> Game theory. <laughs> next up, next up in the category of groovy clams, music question. What band originally went by the name Mookie Blaylock after the basketball player, but changed the name prior to releasing their first album in 1991? The album was so named as a reference to Blaylock's jersey number. Um, locked, locked. I'm gonna lock. I'm gonna lock. Oh, I'm gonna crap. lock. I'm gonna lock. I'm gonna lock. I'm gonna lock. I'm gonna. Lauren is locked in. John, you have 30 seconds. Oh boy, I'm just trying to think of Mookie Blaylock's jersey number. Maybe that'll give me a clue. I've never been more confident about anything in my entire life. Uh, 1991. 1991. Oh my God. Is it Pearl Jam? Are you locking that in? I'm locking Pearl Jam. John locks in with Pearl Jam. Lauren, what did you lock in with? I locked in with Pearl Jam. <laughs> okay. Heather and James, did you know this one? Heather has some thoughts. Um. So I'm... So my older brother was very into grunge at the time. And with his band that he had in high school, people used to say that their demo tapes ripped off of this band. So I am, I'm saying Pearl Jam for the album 10. So. Okay. Uh, Lauren, what did you wager here? I wagered uh, 200 for myself and 200 also for my brother. John, what about you? I did 300 for myself and 100 for my sister. Okay. Uh, Groovy Clams is a pointing to the album 10 from Pearl Jam, who were originally called Mookie Blaylock. And Lauren pushed her points on that one, but John picked up another 200. Okay, yeah, which also their band name is based off of, I believe it's Eddie Vedder's grandmother, whose name was Pearl. Yep, she so, made a jam. Yeah. We're aware. We're aware yeah. of the jam of the Pearl. <laughs> I was also not, too, so thank you. Also, too, we, we literally live in the birthplace of grunge. Uh, so. I see that. Oh, but you're not going to claim it unless it's, like, beneficial to you, because otherwise, look at where I'm not from here. I'm from Arizona. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is why... We, this is why we're in the peanut gallery. <sighs> okay. Our third question in section one, uh, in the category of that's crazy, a food and drink question located in Allentown, New York, just about two miles from the Canadian border anchor bar is credited as creating what food item, 
when T- Teresa Bellissimo prepared some food for her son Dominic and his friends after a night tending bar. Lock. Really? John is yeah. locked in. First Lauren, of all, that gives you 30 seconds. I didn't know that, Allen, that New York even had an Allentown. And this is making me very mad about this whole situation. Um, if, uh, you know what? You know what? You know what? Uh, Allentown, New York? Buffalo. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, buffalo wings. Lauren locks in with buffalo wings. John, what did you lock in with? I also said buffalo wings. Uh, and John, what did you wager on Lauren here? I think I did 200 and 200. And what about you, Lauren? I did 300 for myself and 100 for him. Uh, so when I wrote this question, um, I had to figure out a really roundabout way of saying exactly where this was because Allentown, New York is a suburb of Buffalo. Yep. This is Buffalo Wings. Well, we're living here in Allentown. New York, where they make the wings. Not the least, not the steel one in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and both teams getting that one correct. This time, John pushing his points and Lauren picking up 200. So into round six, we go with 2,000 points apiece. Boom, wow. bitch. Our three categories Whoa. in section two are Yakiyu, which is a sports question. Orange Courage, which is a TV question, and Volcano Day, which is a geography question. And Tim, I have both teams' wagers. Okay, let's do section two. Question one in the category of Yakiu, which is a sports question. The Yomiuri Giants are the winningest team in the Nippon League, the highest level league in what sport in Japan? Locked. John is locked in. Lauren, you have 30 seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> baseball. Lock. All right. Lauren is locking you with baseball. John, what are you locking in with? Baseball. <laughs> uh, Lauren, what did you lo- uh, wager here? Oh, gosh. I wagered. I wagered 100 for myself and 100 for my brother. And I did 300 and 300. Oh, I came out on top on this shit. Uh, so, yes, this is baseball. Yakiu is actually just the Japanese word for baseball. So the, the, the category was the answer if you knew Japanese. I did. Uh, <laughs> okay, who knows so, Japanese? No, okay, so... He, no, I knew okay. that that was baseball I mean, in I Japanese. know how to use Google Translate. But, no, 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 okay. So when I was... We can okay. use our phones. Uh, oh, Okay. You're, you're not so, playing anymore. No. So so when I was in Western Civ 101, our t- our teacher part of the final was giving us a map test. Now, the problem with the map test is that it was hand drawn of countries that don't exist anymore. And for Japan, it was Nippon is what it was titled, and I got extra credit for calling it Nippon instead of Japan. And so that's how I knew that. God bless the Louisiana education system. That's uh, Horace we... Perry Jones. Dr. Jones. Brittany, what happened in that round? Uh, that's a wonderful question. Um, uh, actually, it's not that exciting because both players pushed their points. So no no ground change. Hooray. Okay. Next up in the category of Orange Courage, a TV question. 
hosted by Mike O'Malley and Moira Kirk. What show featured contestants tackling various versions of an obstacle known as the crag? Locked. Locked. Well, Lauren locked in first, so John, go ahead and talk it out. Oh, I uh, I know that the aggro crag was in Nickelodeon's guts. All right, and Lauren? Do, 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 do you have it? Guts! It's guts. Hey, James and Heather, spill your guts. Guts is one of the first shows that I watched as a kid, along with Legends of the Hidden Temple, that I was like, why are those kids running? Just like punch that dude in the D and then run, man. Like the grown adult, just hit him and run. It is absolutely guts. Yep. All right. If you didn't say the crag, I would have said wild and crazy kids. What wild and crazy? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Uh, John, what did you wager here? I believe I did 200 and 200. And what about you, Lauren? I too did 200 and 200. So this is an entirely wash again. Once again, it's a wash. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, boy. <laughs> Siblings. <laughs> what? This game's going to go on forever. So, Brittany, it's fair to say that it's a, a push. Yeah, it's a push. Okay, so let's hit question three, which is Volcano Day, a geography question. While many volcanoes reside on islands, there is only one volcano on mainland Europe that is considered active, having erupted in the last 100 years. What is the name of this volcano, which last erupted in 1944? Oh, this is a good question. This is a very good question. I know it's wrong, but I'm going to lock it in. John is locked in. Lauren, you have 30 seconds. Okay, I have... I'm really not big on volcanoes other than ha- M- Mount St. Helens and Vesuvius. You know, like those are the big ones that people know all about. Um, 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 I'm, I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess I'll lock in with Mount Etna. Cause that sounds like a thing that I know. All right. Lauren locks in with Mount Etna. John, what did you lock in with? John locks in with Mount Vesuvius. Lauren, what did you wager on John here? Oh, God, I I did 300 and 300. And what about you, John? I did one and one. Okay. Uh, So one of you is correct. Uh, Both of you named active volcanoes. One of the volcanoes you named is on the island of Sicily. And that one is Mount Etna. Mount Vesuvius is the correct answer. It is. And that means that we are going into the next section with a score change because Lauren lost 600 there. John picked up two. So in the next section, John will start with 2,200 and Lauren with 14. Our three categories in section three are Beyond the Nightmare, which is a music question. Hey, phrasing, which is a language question, and it's only poisonous if you bite it, which is a science question. Uh, Tim, I have both teams' wagers. Okay. Our first question in Beyond the Nightmare, which is a music question. While many know that John Williams' son fronted Toto in the 80s and again in the present, what other composer and frequent Tim Burton collaborator founded the band Oingo Boingo? Locked! Locked. 
I heard Lauren first, so John, go ahead and talk it out. Ah, it's Danny Elfman. I li- uh, my daughter loves Nightmare Before Christmas. Love Danny Elfman's music. It's Danny Elfman. And Lauren, what did you say? Oh, it is absolutely Danny Elfman. Lock. Uh, Lauren, what did you wager on John here? I had two. No, I waged one on him and two on me. And John? And I did uh, three on me and two on her. Okay. Well, as you both correctly locked in before we could even breathe, um, <laughs> this is 100% Danny Elfman. Uh I just like I just like the fact that John Williams' son was in Toto and Danny Elfman was in Oingo Boingo. Uh, it's just kind of fun. Both teams picked up a hundred there. Let's let's go on to question number two, which is in the category of hey phrasing, a language question. What part of English describes a non-finite verb that often, but not exclusively, functions as a noun? An example would be the word computing in the sentence "computing is fun." As the peanut gallery, Tim, that's rude. You know I'm a former infantryman, and there's a lot of words in there. It's a lot of word salad. Yeah, rude. Well, and that's why you're not playing in this half. (gasps) Love you, James. I will request the invite from my wedding back. All right, Lauren, you can talk it out. I'm going to lock. John is locked in. Lauren, you have 30 seconds. This is the thing. I teach college writing, but the parts of speech and stuff like that, knowing what they are and how to diagram a sentence and stuff like that is not a thing that I know comfortably. So you know what? Uh, Computing, I am going to go with adjective, and I know it's wrong, but I also don't care. Lauren locks in with adjective. John, what did you lock in with? Uh, my thought process as an engineer uh, takes non-finite and that goes to infinity and I locked in infinitive. Okay, Lauren, what did you wager here? 300. And John? Uh, I wagered 100 for both. Uh, Lauren, what did you wager on John? Also 300. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. So strikes across the board here. Uh, yeah. This is the very fun word gerund yeah yeah this is a gerund (laughs) ah um and both teams pushing their points there so no change four questions a maximum of four questions to go our question in the category of it's only poisonous if you bite it a science question the largest extant lizard species native to North America and the only venomous lizard native to the U.S. is what slow-moving species that can grow up to 22 inches from snout to tail? I hate lizards. You know that? Like, I really hate them so much. Um, I am not a fan. Not a fan of lizards or anything along those lines. Um, good God. <sighs> Uh, I don't think that this. Oh, oh I'm gonna. Lock. I'm locking. I... I locked. John locks in first. Lauren, you seem to have a realization. Yeah, you got thirty I think, seconds. I think all lizards are monsters, so I'm locking in with Gila monsters because yeah, I hate them. That's what I locked into. Okay. <laughs> John, what did you? I, my, I was I was getting stuck on whether or not a Gila monster was native 
to North America. <laughs> but Who's to say? but my daughter saves the day because I read a book with my daughter last night, maybe the night before, about axolotls that are um, native to Mexico. And in that book was a Gila monster. And so it's Gila monster. John, what did you wager here? Uh, I had that diatribe and I forgot. Uh, 200 for me and 300 for Lauren. And Lauren, what did you wager here? I wagered 100 for me and 200 for John. So this brother-sister connection is actually a thing because, like, simultaneously, both of them had the light bulb and locked in with the correct answer, which is the Gila monster. Um, this is and- what I'm saying. You should not, like, like, we are not twins. Nothing like that. I will say, though, that that we don't even... It's not a thing that happens like day to day in life or this, that, and the other. But when we're in a situation like this, that brother sister brain clicks in and it's like, oh no, oh no. We, we, we are on the same wavelength in this moment. Yeah. And if we're going to have a very hard time ending this. Well, not necessarily because I have a lead. You do. And you're going <laughs> to win probably because you are not a buffoon. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just after that round, uh, both teams got it right, but both teams lost 100 points. So in the final section, they will start the same way they started section three, with Lauren having 1,400 and John having 2,200. Okay. And after, after this section, we will crown our best frenemy of the week, our final three categories of the evening. Do they still sing Bobby McFerrin, which is a food and drink question? The One Who Writes, which is a television question, and Blades of Actual Glory, which is a sports question. And Tim, I have both teams' wagers. All right, so let's jump in with the Do They Still Sing Bobby McFerrin, which is a food and drink question. The Patagonian toothfish and the Antarctic toothfish are two species of cold water fish that are both often marketed under what name? particularly on menus to make them sound more palatable. What was the category name? Do they still sing Bobby McFerrin? A food and drink question. You know what? I think I'm going to lock in based on that alone. Lauren is locked in. John, you have 30 seconds. Um, hmm. Well, I know that the, the thing is uh, Bobby McFerrin somewhere beyond the sea somewhere. Uh, but I think, gosh, it's got to be tuna or haddock. Uh, I am going to lock in with haddock. John locking in with haddock. Lauren, what did you lock in with? Bobby McFerrin, I went with shark. Okay. Oh, the shark has a disease fear. Uh, Lauren, what did you wager here? Uh, 200 and 200. And what about you, John? 100 and 100. Okay. Uh, neither uh, player getting points on this one. The Patagonian toothfish and the Antarctic toothfish are both on menus as Chilean sea bass. The Chilean sea bass is the answer we were looking wow. for here. Um, huh. Bobby McFerrin, don't worry, be happy, is what Big Mouth Billy Bass sings. 
the ones on the walls that turn their heads and start singing oh, at you. Oh, the Billy Bass. Well, we know that, but that. Oh, oh and I was thinking Bobby Darren. That's oh, I was totally wrong on that. <laughs> you know, it's Oops. funny because when I was writing the clue, I, I put Bobby Darren, and then I looked yeah. it up. I was like, oh wait, Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> so, yeah, I was Oops. also thinking Bobby Darren when I was noodling this out instead of Bobby McFerrin. Um, okay. I think Bobby McFerrin <laughs> to be a Carrie more... sibling now. <laughs> Uh, so, Brittany, if I'm not mistaken, that just means everything's a wash. Yeah, everything's the same. Uh, okay. So, still uh, 1,400 to 2,200, Tim. Okay. Uh, I do think Lauren is still in this, depending on how the next question goes. In the category of the one who writes a television question, Vince Gilligan contributed as a writer, producer, or director on more than 40 episodes of X-Files, in addition to creating what Emmy Award-winning show that aired from 2008 to 2013? Locked. Oh, shit. John is locked in. Uh, Lauren, go ahead and talk it out for 30 seconds. Oh, my God. I know Vince Gilligan from the X-Files, but I don't know him from anything else. Um... Oh my god. 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 Uh what else did he do? What else did this motherfucker do? What else did he do? Um uh, I need an answer. Okay, breaking bad. Fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> ah, you got it right. Ah! So John, should I uh assume that that's also what you locked in with? Yes. <laughs> How did you luck into that? How? Because I watched half of it, and then I know Better Call Saul, and I. Okay, I, listen. My, he didn't say I anything have, about Better Call Saul. I, I love this familial breakdown happening right now. I have a brain. Oh, oh man! <laughs> I think here at the Front of Me Trivia Podcast, we call what Lauren just did uh, pulling a Scott because. You know, she rambled for the full 30 seconds and just threw oh out God. a wild, correct answer. Uh, John, what did you wager here? Oh, boy. That was my big one, 300 and 300. So I that would have been great had she gotten it wrong. And Lauren, <laughs> what about you here? I did 300 and 100 on this one. <laughs> you get and 200 this, points. This is reality winner all over again. I love it. Um <laughs> Uh, but Lauren picked up 200 there. John pushed. So going into the last question, Lauren has 1,600. John has 2,200. It's anyone's game. <laughs> this, depending on how this last question goes, it is possible for Lauren to still win. <laughs> you know what, John? I would love it if you won because you're my brother and I love you. <laughs> but however, I love myself also. Uh, I our, know you do. <laughs> our final question of the night in the category of Blades of Actual Glory, a sports question. The only American to earn a gold medal at the 1968 Winter Olympics is what woman who had a cameo appearance as a judge in a 2007 Will Ferrell comedy? Okay, well, oh, John, you know what? Here's the thing. Do you, do you want to talk this out together? I mean, I don't... Because the movie's got to be Blades of Glory. The movie right? is Blades of Glory with John Heater and Will Ferrell. I know that. I've seen it maybe once, I, so I and I do not have a name coming to mind. Okay. So, t 
talk about the movie. Talk about what you've seen in the movie. Uh, I I uh, I can't even think of a name. Uh, and I know it's wrong. I'm gonna say Tonya Harding. <laughs> well, that can't be Love right, it. John. I know. John, that can't be right. So, okay, Tanya Harding. <laughs> so, so, she had her so own. So, John, movie. are you locking in with that? Or are you guys just? Gonna yeah, because I don't out? know it, and I I just want to go to bed. <laughs> okay, John okay. locks in with uh with his answer. Lauren, go ahead and talk it out for thirty seconds. Okay, well, your girl Lauren here is saying like, oh, all right, I watched Blades of Glory actually not too too long ago, like on an actual whim. Um, for the first time in my entire life and i believe i believe i believe it's peggy fleming so that is what i'm going to lock in with lauren locks in with peggy fleming john locked in with tanya harding uh lauren what is what was your wager here for the last time uh my wager was um 100 for myself and 300 for john and john what did you wager here 200 and 200 i think that's the game uh, James or Heather, did either of you know this one for the last time tonight? Um, yes, we did actually. Because um, we have the internet. Well, oh. not just that, but no, 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 no. So we were thinking about like 2007 with Blades of Glory, and so, um, and so, like we were thinking, like, okay, Brian Boitano, that's too recent. Nancy Kerrigan, who was in the movie also was too too um recent as well so then it went down to dorothy hamill or to peggy and we just went with peggy like in the snl skit with the with the small hand and our answer is peggy fleming you know tim i think we have a new phrase to coin which is pulling a Lauren, which is upsetting everything at the very last moment possible because we had an 800 point swing there because Lauren picked up 400 and John lost 400. We end the game with a score of Lauren with 2000 and John with 1800. That's my friend. I know her. I know her. That's my friend. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I am going to break bad. <laughs> John's going to break bad now, and I don't want that to happen. Which means we've reached the end of our game, and Lauren, you are our best frenemy of the week. Uh, before you go, we want to give you a chance to plug anything you want to plug, so go ahead. Okay, well, I have a podcast with the person I just walloped, I suppose. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Do I? Yeah. It's, I, we, John and I have the Beard Owl podcast together. It is a podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Al. And uh, yeah, you can find it at BeardOwlPodcast.com and at BeardOwlPodcast anywhere you find socials. We have a good you know, amount of fun there. And uh, yeah, so that that's that story. Thank you. John, did you have anything you wanted to add? Uh, she got it all with the podcast. Uh, and I really have nothing else to add as it is pretty late. <laughs> Heather, before you go, did you have anything you wanted to plug? Um, yes. So uh, this is actually a joint effort. And we are going to plug our friend Mac uh, that you are uh, well acquainted with. 
um, and his uh, incredible series that he's doing called The War Within, uh, which is the Robert Bale story. Um, it is an incredible listen, and he's worked really hard on it, and we think everyone should have a listen to it. All right. Anything to add, James? No, what Heather said. Listen to Max podcast um, and everything that Tim promotes because he does a great job. I got nothing going on for me. All right. So that'll do it for here for us at Frenemy Trivia. Make sure to follow us at Frenemy Trivia on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find our sister shows, The Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology on your favorite podcast app. Join our Discord, ptebb.com slash Discord or support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ptebb. If you can't swing it, we completely understand. Times are tough, but you can still support us by subscribing and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast app. For Frenemy Trivia, I've been Tim. I've been Brittany. Oh, well, I'm Lauren. I'm sorry. I'm here. And I'm still John. Um, I'm absolutely still Heather. And I'm James. And we'll see you next week. Canoe. Pop pop poop canoe. It's just fun to say, even. <laughs>